Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Well, I want to kind of piggyback off of Pastor Greg this morning um, on his uh, five R's. Um, one of them was refill and, um, the Lord had been talking to me and has been talking to me out of Ephesians for a little while here. And, um, you know, and I, and I, I think last time I preached, I talked about being love drunk and I, and I kind of want to just pick up from, from that vein and piggyback on what pastor Greg said about being refilled and just kind of explore some things that are on my heart. And then, um, and then we'll just, uh, see what the Holy Spirit has to say. Sound good? Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15. Actually, let's jump back to 14. And it says, Awake you who sleep. If you got a neighbor that's looking a little sleepy-eyed. Just kidding. Awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. Verse 15. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Uh, redeeming the time because the days are evil or the days are short. Uh, Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but, say but, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, one of the major keys to living eternity minded and living out of the eternal realm as your source is staying filled with the Spirit. Staying filled with the Spirit. There's some major keys in this section and passage of, uh, of verses that kind of unleash some, some uh, instruction for what I believe is very imperative for the day and the hour that we live in and very imperative uh, uh, for us as a body and as a church because how many of you know we're a Spirit-filled church? Hallelujah. If you didn't know, now you know. Glory to God. If you came in, I, I'm sure you've, if you've been here any length of time, uh, you've seen that. But, but praise God, we're a spirit-filled church. But that isn't just in word only, it's in deed. Glory to God. And I'm just uh, uh, here tonight to stir you up and to stir up your pure mind. Glory to God. To, to not just let this be a church experience and not just let it to be a, a, a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Monday night, if you're extra, you know, glorious, glory to God, uh, experience, but this isn't talking about just being filled when you come to the, to the house of God and gather as the family of God. It's talking about a lifestyle of being filled with the spirit of the living God, being filled with his anointing, being filled with his presence, being filled with his glory, being filled with his understanding, being filled with his wisdom. Come on. God is, uh, has designed you to live to full capacity. And I love the scripture that Zach's already read this morning to expand the place of your tent. So we're even going to look at some things tonight that might help expand you to, to, to get, gain your capacity to be more filled. Can you say more filled tonight? 
God wants you to be more filled than, than what you, well, I, I thought when Jesus moved in, I got all that Jesus has. Yes, you did, but glory to God. When, when, when you begin to make room, hallelujah, how many of you know the spirit of God can stay in this amount of space, but if you make room, then he is able to expand and you can get more filled than you were. You ought to be more filled this time next year than you are today. Oh, hallelujah. And uh, it's good to be filled. Amen. Um, the other night, uh, well, let me, you know, I read one commentary and I like this because, you know, not all commentaries are, are um, spirit filled commentaries. And, and this one wasn't, but, but I love it because he had to acknowledge something here. He says, the effect in inspiration was that the person talking about in Ephesians chapter five was filled with an ecstatic exhilaration like that caused by wine. Hence, the two are here connected. Then he gives Acts chapter 2 as a reference point. Hence arose the abstinence from wine by many of the, of the men and women of God in order to keep distinct before the world the ecstasy caused by the Spirit from that that's caused by wine. That, what's he saying? He says there were many in that day that began to, to, to say no to wine because they wanted to demonstrate a difference that, that, that their filled spirit, their spirit filled life, their overflowing joy, their overflowing peace, their over, overflowing strength was not caused by something that they were drinking, uh, uh, either at nine o'clock in the morning or at five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. Well, glory to God, it's 10:30 a.m. somewhere. Hallelujah. And so you got permission to start your day drinking glory to God like it's 10:30 a.m. on Sunday morning and you got permission mission. The world says, well, it's five o'clock somewhere. I'm going to go ahead and have me a little. Well, it's 1030 somewhere. Glory to God. And you can go ahead and just start your day drinking full of the spirit of God, because the, even the, the, the unspirit filled commentary has to say that Paul's making a correlation here. I hate to admit it, but Paul's making a correlation here. There's something about being filled with the Spirit that just causes you to act and look and, and, and even feel different. We're not moved by our feelings, but how many you know you go ahead and get filled with the Spirit, your feelings will follow. They're terrible leaders, but they're good followers. And once you get leaned in a direction, hey, <laughs> whoo, glory. Now, if I start moving too much, y'all just say, calm down, brother. No. Um. Ephesians 5, verse 18, one translation says, don't get drunk with wine because that's rebellion. Instead, be filled continually, continually with the Holy Spirit. You know, this isn't a, this isn't a message tonight to add something to your to-do list. I, you know, oh, well, brother, you know, Steve's just trying to get me to pray in tongues more. Or, you know, I got to add this to my to-do list. That's, that's not what this is about. This is about an invitation to partner in covenant intimacy with the Holy Spirit. 
And to, to begin to expand who you are, to begin to expand and live out of the reality of who you already are in the realm of the spirit, but have it to come out on the outside and look like who God has made you to be. There's an invitation that's going out and, and man, I, you can, you can hear it. You can sense it. You can feel it. However you want to say it. God is sending an invitation out to this body for us to go deeper, to get out into deeper waters, to go out into a place. Glory to God, because there's there's a plan and there's a purpose. There's people to reach. There's a community to, to affect. There's a, a, a people at our workplace and at our schools and at the marketplace that need us to be a little less inhibited. Glory to God. So that when we walk into the place, when we walk into the building, when we walk into the marketplace, we're not thinking about, well, what do they think if I say this or whatever? How are they going to react? But, but how do you know when you've been drinking? You're not worried about all that stuff. Well, I'm not talking about drinking anything uh, uh, except for drinking huge droughts of the spirit. I think the the uh, one translation says being filled, you know, they call. Um, I've got about nine points here. Is that all right? Actually, I think it's only eight. Yeah, eight. Hallelujah. Um, number one. It gives you courage to be filled with the Spirit. You know, they, they call alcohol liquid courage. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I like some old Westerns. Some of them are dry as can be. But then there's other ones that are, you know, fun to watch. But how many of y'all remember in Westerns, before they go out to duel, what do they do? Throw back a little shot of something. Then get ready and head out to the middle of town. They call it liquid courage because it causes you to go ahead and step out and do something that you may not necessarily want to do in and of yourself. But it gives you some strength. Well, being filled with the Spirit does the same thing. See, how many know anything that that the devil does is an imitation an imitation of what God had originated. Glory to God. And when he designed us to be filled, come on, we're designed as a container to be filled. Glory to God. We are a container. We are a living ark. Glory to God that, that God wants to fill. And when you get filled up, when you need to some courage, glory to God. What does it say over in Acts chapter 4 and verse 8? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them. Come on, this is the guy that was hiding just a few days before that. He was running. He was cussing out little girls saying, I don't even know Jesus. But but then he got filled with the Holy Ghost. And then it says, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, glory to God, said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel. He Come on, he was walking out to the middle of town. Glory to God. He had his chaps on and, and his spurs were rattling. Clink, clink, clink. He said, he said, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, he said, rulers and leaders. Come on, he's not talking to, the, to, to somebody who's not important. He's going right after the rulers and the leaders and he says elders of Israel if if this day we are judged come on glory to God what did he done they had just had somebody healed he was he 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 had raised somebody up and they're saying hey hey hey, hey." it was cool you yeah that was neat with the fire on your head and all that you know what we weren't going to bother you about that but now you're healing people out in the streets we can't we can't be having that stuff but Peter filled with the Holy Ghost said listen leaders he said if we're being judged for this good deed done to a helpless man 
man, by what means has he been made well? Let it be known to you all. Come on. There was some sass in what he was saying. He said, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified. Come on. He was talking from another level. He said, he said, to whom you've crucified, whom God raised from the dead, hallelujah, by him this man stands here before you whole. He's saying, listen, y'all went ahead and tried to crucify him. Y'all tried to bear him, but God raised him up. And it's because of his name, hallelujah, that I was able to raise this man up. It wasn't because of who I am, but I got filled up with the Holy Spirit and power. And I just began to be bold. I had some courage to say, get up and walk. He said, don't be blaming me, blame Jesus. Hashtag blessed. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation. Come on, he just went for the whole, the whole hog right here. He didn't stop with a little bit. He said, therefore there is no uh, salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which they must be saved. Hallelujah. And now when they saw, saw the boldness, the courage of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained, Amen. They said, these boneheads couldn't have got this on their own. They recognized that they were, they were filled with something that was different. And they had perceived that they had been with Jesus. Now, we assume that they perceived that they had been with Jesus back when Jesus was walking on the earth. And they were. But I believe that the, the Jesus that they were with was Jesus coming in by the Holy Spirit and empowering them to be a witness. Glory to God. Because they had just been with the Holy Spirit. They had just been filled with the Holy Spirit. And so they were coming out in power. So so being filled with the Spirit gives you courage. Listen, we're going to need some courage in this day. We're going to need some boldness. Because how many of you know there's miracles waiting to happen in the marketplace and at your workplace? Glory to God. How is God going to bring in the harvest? Many of the old timers said that healing and Miracles is the dinner bell for salvation. Ding, 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 ding. How many, how many need to ring the dinner bell at your workplace? Ring the dinner bell at the marketplace. Ring the dinner bell at the grocery store. Ring, come on, there's some dinner bell miracles that need to happen in this community. Well, who's God going to use? Those that are willing. Those that are willing to get filled up. Those that are willing to get beyond themselves. Come on. Gives you strength. Hallelujah. Then uh, in Nehemiah uh, chapter 8, verse 10, you can turn there if you want to, but I'm just going to go ahead and read it because for time's sake, it says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those who, uh, wh- whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to the Lord. Do not sor- sorrow, for why? For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Glory to God. Over in First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 26, this is David talking about when the, when the tabern- uh, tabernacle got the ark back in it. Glory to God. And and he said he he had a psalm here. He said, "For all uh, the gods, uh, for all the gods of the peoples are just idle, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and gladness are in this place. Glory to God. There's strength and there's gladness when the Holy Spirit has filled you up. Glory to God. There's strength to do what you're called to do. There's strength to press through the season. There's strength to stand when having done all to stand, stand therefore. But there's not just sorrow and strength." 
strength. There's strength in gladness. There's strength in joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the fullness of of joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Get filled up. Hallelujah. Glory to God of David. Oh, David can get, get all, all filled with joy and strength. Hallelujah. About an ark coming in that contained the presence of God. Not even being able to understand the day that we would walk in. When we would carry the glory and the presence and the power of God around in us as a, as a living ark. Glory to God. Walking and moving amongst the, the, the places that God's called us to be. What if we got an idea, hallelujah, of what was really living on the inside of us? That it wasn't just a feeling. It it wasn't a tingle, but it is God, the Holy Spirit, dwelling on the inside, asking and, and inviting us to give him some more room to be who he wants to be. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 14, verse 17, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Glory to God righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. How are you going to get your joy up? Get your filling up. Glory to God. Get filled with the Spirit. Get Well, I've already been filled with the Spirit back in 1967 and I spoke in an unknown tongue. Glory be to God. Well, dust off that old speaking in tongues. And step on over into a new place that God has for you. Come on, if... Let me ask you something. Just be honest, not with anybody else. Don't look at your neighbor. But when's the, when's the last time you took time out of your day to just get along with God and and tap into the joy that's on? Be honest with yourself. Is that a continual flow of your life or is it just something you do on Sundays when we get over into the spirit as a congregation? Because that's not, that's good and, and thank you for, for participating with that. Because it does take us higher. But that's not all that God wants to do. He wants it to be a flow of who you are day in and day out. Living in the flow of the Spirit of God. Living out of the flow of the Spirit of God. And then what happens when we come together? Hey, hallelujah. We don't have to spend 25 minutes getting us there. Glory to God. We're swept in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Because we've already all been in the flow anyway. Way. we're bringing in two or three people with us to church glory to god because we couldn't help but share the joy of the lord that is our strength what could we look like hallelujah glory to god it brings liberty being filled with the holy ghost brings liberty if you're taking notes it's number three verse uh, uh chapter or second corinthians I guess I need to tell you what book. Chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. In case you, you had any questions. The Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled faces beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed, glory to God, into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord, glory to God. He's got a job to do, glory, and he's got a job he wants to do. Amen. Anybody grew up watching Transformers? Amen. There was they, they came rolling in looking like cars, glory to God. But then when the battle got tough, they turned out from a, from a VW 
bug, glory to God, into, into a super machine that, that knew how to fight and shoot and win a victory, glory to God. God's looking to transform us from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. When the bat, we come rolling in in disguise, hey man, you come rolling into the grocery store looking just like every other Tom, Dick, or Harry, glory to God. But then all of a sudden there's a need in the grocery line. Somebody's back is hurting, glory to God. And you said, and all of a sudden you're there to, to smash down the kingdom of the enemy and to release the kingdom of God. Woo. Come on, we're expanding the place of our tent. We got we to gotta start talking about it so we can actually start believing it so we can start living it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's a saying in the world that the girls are always prettiest at closing time. What's that mean? It means, you know, last call at the bar. All of a sudden, the girls that were not interesting at the beginning of the night, not looking too bad now. It's called, I've heard it called beer goggles. Y'all are like, I can't believe this in church. Y'all get out of, my, my, one of my other points is that being filled with the Spirit gets you from being religious. So that one's coming. <laughs> but let's be real. You know, people drink and, 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 and they're trying to change the way they see things. Temporarily. But you can get filled with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Where all of a sudden the, the, the way you see people, amen, changes. And that person you think is ugly as sin, that's sitting down the row from you, you don't want to talk to them. All of a sudden, they don't look so bad. Glory to God. Amen. All of a sudden, Brother Steve's voice doesn't sound so bad on Sunday mornings. Where it used to annoy you and it used to aggravate you and his uh, incessions. Come on, let's go. Let's do what the Lord says. Is is no longer rubbing you the wrong way. It's all of a sudden, hey, you know what? He's not so bad of a praise and worship leader. What is that? You've been beginning to get filled with the Spirit of God. And then all of a sudden, you got your love goggles on. Hallelujah. See, the world's got some beer goggles. We got love goggles that causes us to see as Jesus sees. It causes us to see as the Holy Spirit would, would, would unveil from glory to glory to glory. All of a sudden, we're not, we're not trying to, to resist being with somebody. We want to be with them. Glory to God because we want to take them to the place that, that they're called to be. Glory to God. Amen. That old sorry so-and-so won't look so bad to you. Mm, I wonder what our marriages would look like if we kept our love goggles on and didn't take them off as soon as we got out of the church building. I won't look at the... You know, it, it, uh, point number five, this is the one um, that y'all were waiting on, Le- makes you less religious. It removes a filter. You know, when you're when in the world, if you're drinking, how many of you know you, people start saying stuff they wouldn't normally say? They start doing. I've, I've been to Gator games plenty of times, and the people are getting sauced up, ready to watch a football game. Half of them don't even remember the game that they watched because they got so. But they start saying stuff that you know, if they if they were in their right mind and around their mama, they wouldn't be saying. 
But all of a sudden they're saying stuff, acting, you know, somebody you know in the business world that is well put together and respected. All of a sudden on Saturday they're like, eh, and saying stuff that you're like, oh, gosh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want a video of that of me saying that kind of thing. Right? Well, well, well what is that? Their, their inhibition is being released. Well, when you begin to get filled with the Spirit, you're not so attracted to uh, the empty, dry hallelujah that you just uh, go to by, by default. You begin to, to actually connect what's on the inside of you and begin to say the things that's really on your heart. Glory to God. Your inhibitions begin to, 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 to flee. And all of a sudden you don't care who's around you. You're just like, Lord, I love you. I love your presence. I love your goodness. I love your mercy. Hallelujah. I don't care who sees me. I'm going to do a little dance. Hallelujah. I'm going to move and, and, and lift my hands and be glad and laugh and enjoy, enjoy your presence. Not worrying about what so-and-so's thinking about you. Your inhibitions. And all of a sudden, you're not just, praise God, hallelujah, glory. Come on, we all been there. You're saying things that sound like you're praising God. But how many know if your heart's not connected, and it's not coming out of the overflow of your heart, you might as well be saying, pickle jar, glory. Pickle jar, glory. Hamburger, hot dog. Blue elephant, red elephant. Some of the singers, I'll tell on them when they don't know the words, they're to- you're told as a singer, say watermelon. And it looks like you're singing. Like if you forget the words, and you're like, watermelon, watermelon. You don't actually say it in the mic because then you tip it. But why, why is brothers so-and-so up there going watermelon? But you just mouth watermelon. Well, how do you know? You can be out here saying, glory be to God, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. And if your heart's not connected and it's not coming out of an overflow because you've been in the quiet place, glory to God, during the week, amen, those, those phrases don't mean anything to God unless they're connected with a heart of gratitude coming out of an overflow of connection with the... That's why I love praying and singing in the Holy Spirit so much because it bypasses this old noodle, glory to God. And it, no matter what kind of day you had... You, If you're filled with the Spirit of God, amen, all you got to do is connect your tongue to the Holy Spirit, and then all of a sudden you get to partner together with the Holy Spirit in worshiping and thanksgiving and giving glory to God. It's no longer just you trying to come up with something to say, amen, you get to grab partners with the Holy Ghost and say, we're going to do this together, together, Lord, because I I, I want to praise and thank God in a a good and, and wonderful way that's pleasing to Him and not just say something that right but then once you get your heart connected then you can go back over to english and just say lord i'm so grateful that you love me i'm so thankful but the whole thing is is glory to god if you are living in a place where you're staying filled up that this isn't just a a, a visit that you that you visit the lord on sunday morning sunday night but it becomes a, a flow of your week how much of your week You know, how much of your day do you have where you're talking and singing and praising and making melody to the Lord? Well, I'm not having much wisdom. Well, Ephesians chapter 5 says, if you make melody in your heart to the Lord, it actually unleashes wisdom to you. I think I'm skipping ahead on my things. Less religious. Number seven, it ups your obedience. You having a hard time obeying? The Lord said this to me yesterday on my walk. He said, To know him is to love him, and to love him is to trust him, and to trust him is to obey him. 
There's a progression here. To know him, when you get to know Jesus, boy, you can't help but to love him. And if you stay in the love of God, glory to God, to love him, you begin to trust him. Because you're so in love with him, you begin to trust him. And then when you trust him, it, how many know if you trust him, it's easy to obey him? Being filled with the Spirit keeps you connected to the love of Jesus. Actually, over in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 19, turn over there really quick. It says, uh, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. There is a connection with staying in love with Jesus and staying full and staying full and staying in love with Jesus. Amen. The more filled up you get, the more in love with Jesus you get. The more in love with Jesus you get, the more you want to stay filled up with his Spirit. Come on. He sent his Holy Spirit, not just to hang out around you, but to move on the inside of you. He wants to be in love and in connection and intimacy with you more than anybody else on this planet, more than any other place. There's no other place or person or any other way that that you could be close to somebody instead of them coming and moving on the inside of you. Think about that sacrifice that the Holy Spirit made to leave the, the throne and to come and dwell on the inside of us. He wanted to be intimate with you. He wanted to be in, in the very core of your being and to move and to, and to flow with you and to lead you and to guide you. And so it ups your obedience. You know, uh, your inhibitions begin to, 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 to go away. You know, um, the, uh, in Ezekiel chapter 36, I'll just read this real quick. How are we doing on time? Um, it says, uh, then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean and I will cleanse you from all filthiness and from all your idols. I'll give you a new heart. I'll put a new spirit within you. Glory to God. And I'll take that heart of stone out of your flesh and I'll give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Glory to God. The more you yield to being filled with the spirit of God, you'll find your obedience just begins to flow flow out of you because you're actually created God when you got recreated you got recreated for the Holy Spirit to come and move and live and have his way in you and when you did that glory to God obedience is an outflow of being filled with the Spirit of God well I'm having a hard time obey obeying well belly back up to the bar Belly back. I'm telling you, if you're having a hard time obeying in this season, laying down a sin that the enemy that that the enemy has brought to you and that the Lord is saying you need to walk away from this. Can I just say something by the spirit of God right here that that this is not a season to continue to entertain sin. This is not a season to continue to entertain sin. God is not. God is full of grace and full of mercy and full of love. But don't take his silence as as approval for the sin that you've been dealing with. And don't just settle and say, I've I've always dealt with this. I'm never going to beat it. No, instead, quit focusing on the sin and focus on being filled with the spirit of God. And watch that you will begin to walk away from that sin. You'll begin to walk away from that rebellion because it'll begin to lose its attractiveness because you begun to be filled with the spirit of God. Hallelujah. He, God is not okay with it. He's giving grace and mercy to walk away from it. This isn't a season to hang on to it. Don't believe the lie. You can't beat it. Don't believe that lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to make sure I'm saying everything the Lord wants me to say right here. Come on. If you're sleeping with someone Outside of wedlock, outside of marriage, God's not okay with that. Lay it aside and instead get your heart connected with being filled with the Spirit. And God will lead you and guide you 
on how to have that thing that you're wanting to have. And he'll open up the door for it. We think that if we pull away from the thing that is bringing us temporary satisfaction, that we're walking away from the desires of our heart. But it's the exact opposite. You holding on to that thing instead of giving it to the, to the Lord is actually keeping you from having the thing that your heart desires. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a trap. It's a false, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, it's a bait. It's a, it's a uh, substitute. And it's a poor substitute. So don't be afraid to let go and to get filled with the Spirit of God. If you'll yield to being filled with the Holy Spirit, if you'll yield to being to flowing with the Holy Ghost, if you'll yield to praying in the Spirit, glory to God, then all of a sudden those things will, will lose some of their attractiveness and the empowerment of the Spirit of God will take over. And you'll be able to pull those things aside. Is that all right? Hallelujah. It ups your obedience. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, but I say walk and live, habit, this is the amplified, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh. I like that. Ver, uh, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you get to eat the good of the land. The, wi- the, wi- the word willing there, it actually means if you desire. How do you change your desires to his desires? Spending time with him. Oh, spending time with him. Getting filled with, well, I just don't feel like it. I know. That's the time to do it. I don't feel, I don't feel any tingles when I pray in the Holy Ghost. That's okay. That's the time to do it. Come on, sometimes we eat because we're hungry. Sometimes we eat because we need to. Sometimes we eat because it's before us. Sometimes it's, I mean, not every meal is a humdinger, is it? No. Sometimes you just get a little bit of cheese and a little bit of lunch meat and you eat it real quick because you need to. It's not like, oh, wow, yes, this meal is amazing. No, it's not amazing. It's just sustenance. Sometimes getting in the place of being filled with the Spirit doesn't feel amazing and that's okay because that's called faith and sometimes you gotta see there's many times when you get this ball rolling man it's good all it gets better and better and better and it's just good you don't have to pray for 30 minutes to sense his presence you just step over by faith in the spirit and your heart's gotten real used to sensing him and and you're working together and that's 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 awesome and that and that everyone is has that available but if you've been putting it off for a little while, getting back in the swing of things, come on. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to have, I have to take eight weeks off from working out because of, because of the hernia, hernia surgery. And I'm not allowed to lift weights for eight weeks. How many of you know the first day back lifting weights is not going to be like, ooh, yeah, I'm in it. No, it's going to be a labor of love. To get back into the place that I need to be because I know it's good for me. Well, if we can do that with exercise, come on, how, do, how much do we value being filled with the Spirit? If we can do that with dieting, if we can skip a meal and do certain things because, with, for dieting and to, to be in better shape, how much more 
put our flesh under and get over into the realm of the Spirit and get filled with the Holy Ghost and actually begin to become, become in, union, in union in reality instead of just a, a, a truth that, is, that is, is just a positional truth. Come on, we want these things over in, um, I think it's in, uh, in uh, Hebrews chapter 5. It says, um, let me see, actually I might have it pulled up here, let me look. Yeah, it says uh, in verse, uh, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, it says, But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. If we start putting this thing into use, glory to God. Amen. Can I tell on you, Brother Michael? Brother Michael, a few years back, uh, told me that he, he just decided out of his own will, what did, what did John G. Lake said? By our own will, we put ourselves in, the, in connection with the reality of redemption. By his own will, he decided he was going to start taking, he had a long car ride back and forth from work. And he just was going to take that time to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. To sing in the, was it singing in the Spirit too? Or I think you said, uh, I will pray in the Spirit and I'll pray uh, uh, oh, that was Paul. Um, but he said he was just going to take some time. And then, and then he, he began to tell, like he didn't say, hey, I started this and that neat, you know. But after he'd been doing it for a while, he said, you know what? I'm having such an easy time flowing with the Spirit in, in worship service. It's just coming out of me, and I, and, and I, and I could notice a difference. There, like he, his piano playing was just flowing from a different place. Why is that? Because he has begun to get filled with the Spirit. He made a conscious choice, not because God appeared to him and came to him in the night and said, Thus says the Lord God Almighty, if you want to play with a greater anointing, take your time back and forth to work praying in an unknown tongue. No, just by the decision of he knew it was a place that he could let the Holy Ghost fill. It was a place that he could let the Holy Ghost fill. And all of a sudden it began to change something that he didn't, he didn't start praying in the Holy Ghost to get that end result. He just started praying in the Holy Ghost because he wanted more of God to move and to, and to have say and to change him. And then all of a sudden these benefits start happening. When you start getting filled with the Spirit, you're going to notice some slop over benefits. Glory to God that you weren't even counting on. Hallelujah. All my notes disappeared. No, here they are. Okay. Up your obedience. If you're having trouble obeying what God's asking you to do, belly back up to the bar. Take some time. Where? Let me ask this question. I actually, I just want everyone to close their eyes for a second. And I'm going to ask you this question. Where could you allow in the space of your day more time for the Holy Spirit? And I just want you to evaluate real quick. Ask the Holy Ghost if you need to. Precept and example. Holy Spirit, where can I give more space to you? Could be a drive, could be a shower time, could be makeup time, could be any, any number of things. And then let's just do this. If, if, if he spoke to your heart, just raise your hand real quick. So let's just do this right here in the middle of the sermon. Father, I commit... To giving that to the Holy Spirit so I can live more filled with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And then, and then number eight, I'm wrapping up here. We're, 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 we're closing down. I'll quit bothering you. Amen. 
verse chapter 5, we'll go back in, in verse 15. It says, uh, it's, uh, the Holy Spirit will make you wise in understanding the will of the Lord. I mean, how good is that? You know, he doesn't say you have to study for years and years and years to understand the will of the Lord. You don't have to, you don't have to memorize from front to back of this Bible. You need to be in your Bible. But how you know being in your Bible when you're filled with the Holy Spirit makes this thing so much more alive to you, so much more real. He breathes on, you get stuck on a scripture because he's breathing on it, glory to God, and it starts feeding you, and then, it, and then you have inspiration to act on it, glory to God. But, but uh, he says, if you want to be wise and understand what the will of the Lord is, get filled with the Spirit. Stay filled with the Spirit. Go back to the bar and drink a little bit more of His presence. Drink a little bit. Wake up in the morning and, and, and set some time aside. You go Before you go to bed at night, set some wherever your, your window is and get some more of who He is and all of a sudden you'll find yourself looking wise. The Holy Spirit will make you look smart. That's why I said this morning, you know, I'm, we're worshiping and giving glory. And, and I said some, what was it, Brother Steve, that I said? <laughs> the level of your revelation of the victory you have is demonstrated in your celebration of the victory. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I didn't come up with that. I perceive you're an unlearned man, Brother Steve. You must have been with Jesus. The Holy Ghost will make you look smart if you don't tell on yourself, you know, right in the middle of service. He'll make you look wise. He'll take the things that Jesus said, he'll take the things that are mine and declare them to you. You know, you see those movies where like somebody's really terrible with girls and then there's this one guy who's like a poet and real smooth and so he gets an earpiece or he's around the corner and he's whispering things for him to say, you know. Oh, your eyes look beautiful in this moonlight. Your eyes look beautiful in this moonlight, you know. And, he, and he's just saying what this other guy around the corner is saying and then he, this girl's like, oh, he's so dreamy. He loves me. And he was just repeating. He didn't think of any of that stuff. Well, that's how the Holy Ghost is for us. He'll be like, I can't believe, man, Drew had something good to say. That was awesome, man. He must be really smart. The Holy Ghost is just over there. Tell them they're free in my presence. Tell them, you know what I mean? And, And then all of a sudden you look like you got something going on. Drinking will bypass your stinking thinking. Drinking of his presence will bypass your stinking thinking. Isn't it interesting that the, in the early, you know, in the beginning of the church, God rescues them. They're born again, and immediately they, He gives them the Holy Spirit and the gift of speaking in tongues, so that they can bypass this thing. He's like, you know what these guys need and are going to need? They're going to need a tool that helps them ignore this and connect to me. And the more you use that, the more you'll be filled with his presence, filled with his spirit, the more you'll step out. You know, I also want to just encourage you, you know, this, this scripture actually gives us some tools. It says, uh, don't be drunk with wine, which is dis, dis, uh, dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. How? This is some of the ways you can stay filled with the spirit. This is not the exhaustive list, but this is a, is a specific list. It says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Brother Hagin used to say that if it'll work speaking to someone else, it'll work speaking to yourself. 
So we ought to, how many of you know you don't want the first time giving a psalm to be out in front of everybody? You want it to be in the privacy of the prayer closet, and you want to get good at flowing with these things in the prayer closet. Then if God needs you to use, to speak to someone else out in public, it's not your first time. In the, in the secret place, you want to get good at this kind of thing. And so I just want to encourage you to ask the Lord to help grow you in your quiet time in speaking in psalms, singing hymns. That's not difficult. That's just songs that are written. So you can do that. Anybody can do that, even if you don't have a good voice. Brother Hagin said he wasn't a singer, so he liked to talk in the, to speak in psalms and that he would tap into psalms and it would get him over in the realm of the spirit quicker than any other thing. Well, that's interesting. If that if psalms can help get you over in the spirit, how many of you know that'd be a good tool to start putting in our arsenal? Right? Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sister Michelle had a spiritual song tonight. Praise God for her boldness to step out. Well, you know, I didn't get all the timing right and it wasn't just perfect. Who cares? Just step out and be bold and let the Spirit of God lead us and grow us and teach us these things. Amen. So that we can, why? Well, because it just sounds good. No, because there's wisdom released. The will of God is released in the, in the house. When people step out in these things, there is a tool that causes us to be filled with the Spirit. Pastor was talking about being filled as a, as a church. So then in this context, when someone steps out and, and follows the Holy Ghost, then all of a sudden we get more filled as a body. And then all of a sudden the will of God is released to us publicly. It's released to us in a, in a greater measure. And the will of God is known and, and wisdom is released. Amen? So we want these things, right? And and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Come on, that's not just for singers. He didn't say singers, musicians. This is for every person to begin to make melody. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. You don't have to have a great voice. You don't have to be able to carry a, a, a tune in a bucket. All you got to do is make a joyful noise to the Lord. See, open up your mouth. Tap it. Brother, I hear Brother Doug singing. He's not the greatest singer on the planet, but he's not afraid to lift his voice and sing in the, and sing in the Spirit. And sing. I appreciate that because he's doing what the Word of God says, and it's releasing wisdom, and it's releasing the will of God into the place. This isn't just a, a nice little verse. This is a, this is a key to releasing the wisdom and the will of God in this hour that we desperately need and that we're going to need as we're moving forward. We got to get good at being filled with the Holy Spirit. If we're going to be a filled church, we're going to be a filled church anyway. We might as well function in the things that will continue to fill us and continue to expand us and continue to grow us. Amen. Father, we thank you for the word of God tonight. Woo! <laughs> we celebrate the revelation of the word of God that's come today. Father, both this morning and tonight, we're grateful. Lord, we just determine right now, by the spirit of God, we say we are doers of the word that we've heard. And I just ask you right now, Lord, to release and teach us by the Holy Spirit how to step further into psalms and spiritual songs Teach us in our quiet time how to make melody to the Lord. Holy Spirit, we invite you to teach us how to be filled with you in the practical day-by-day expression. Some of us have been in the shallow waters and it's been good, but we're not satisfied there. Some of us have been in knee-deep waters and, and it's been good, but we're not satisfied there. Some of us have been walking around waist-deep, but there's more. And so, Lord, we want the more. If you want it, just tell them, I want the more, Lord. 
I want to be more filled with your Holy Spirit. I want to be continually filled with your Holy Spirit. Just talk to him out of your own heart. I'm talking to him. You talk to him. I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit more and more as a daily expression so that I'm not just moving in my own strength, in my own wisdom, in my own joy, in my own grace. Lord, but I'm partnering together with the Holy Spirit so I can demonstrate him both here when we're gathered together But when I'm out and about, Lord, I want to see the things that you have for this body expressed both in in this place when we're gathered and in the community as we're out ministering and affecting our community. Lord, we want it all. We want it all. We want it all. And so, Lord, we just say thank you because you said if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we know we have the things that we've asked for. So we say thank you. Let's just thank him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We honor you. We give place to you. We honor the commitment we made earlier to give place to you in those spaces that you're asking for. And Lord, we thank you for great, great, great fruit. In the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.